Welcome to the On Health Podcast by Houston Methodist. I'm Zach Moore. I'm a photographer and editor here, and I've worked in multimedia and television for over 15 years, and I'm also a longtime podcaster. I'm Katie McCallum. I'm a former researcher turned health writer, mostly writing for our blog. And Katie, how often do you use sunscreen? So to be honest, in the last year or so, I've been pretty good about wearing sunscreen for sure anytime I'm outside. I will say, though, this was after talking to a dermatologist about how I need to be wearing sunscreen every day. Prior to that, I was maybe putting it on if I went out to go to the pool or something. Um, was not an avid sunscreen user up until recently. How about you, Zach? Yeah, I would put it on. It's like, obviously, you go to the beach, you go to the pool. You, if you're walking around without a shirt or something, it's like, well, I definitely need to put some sunscreen on. But if I was outside, like, oh, I'm going to get together with my friends and play some sports today, right? I wouldn't really wear a lot of sunscreen. i put on a hat, right? I don't know. I should because I'm rather fair-skinned. It's just one of those things where you're like, ah, like don't want to get all like sticky. And We talked to Andy Christensen, a medical esthetician from Houston Methodist in our podcast today, and she has a lot of great information pretty much telling you that whatever discomfort you feel like you know, to, to put on sunscreen, uh, it's totally worth it to counteract some long-term health issues that might come up from not wearing Yeah, you know, you brought it up and it's interesting because for me, I'm not very fair skinned um, and I don't burn very easily. So that's probably a lot of the reason why I've not used sunscreen very often growing up. I kind of just tan. If it's a lot, a lot of sun, I'll get a sunburn. I've had maybe a couple sunburns, even though I didn't wear a lot of sunscreen. So I think for the longest time, I always thought, okay, sunburns are bad, but as long as you're not getting a burn, you're fine. Very flawed logic, as we're going to find out here in a little bit. I think it'll be something that everyone's going to learn from, whether you're fair-skinned or if you have um, a darker complexion or you don't burn very often. We all know sunscreen's important. I think Annie is going to really make it very clear why sunscreen's important. And then once you know it's important, you also need to know how to apply it. Are you applying it correctly? Are you using the right kind? Are you using the right kind? I think a lot of us probably don't apply it correctly, myself included. I have heard from a lot of our experts about how to apply correctly, kind of the common mistakes and... I still, um, from time to time when I'm applying it, I go a little too fast and I'm like, oh gosh, I know I'm not doing this right right now, but I'm just getting it done quickly. Um, So we're going to talk about all of that too. Even if you know it's important, you need to be applying it correctly and reapplying it correctly. All right. I'm here with Annie Christensen, a medical esthetician here at Houston Methodist. Thanks for being on the show today, Annie. Thank you for having me. Sunscreen, right? It's a very common household item, something that we all use or we all should use certainly first question for you annie why do we wear sunscreen there's lots of good reasons to wear sunscreen our first one is we don't want to get burnt i mean that's that's really why we all have started to wear sunscreen as we were kids being outside you know we didn't want to get that sun burn but as we get older why do we want to wear it so it protects our skin from skin cancer it is a big thing that I see a lot in, in the office that I work at. Uh, we deal a lot with skin cancer. So I know the benefits of wearing that sunscreen. That is that is where it can lead. And then the other thing, of course, is anti-aging. So um, uh, being an esthetician, I treat skin all the time, and it's because we want our skin to be as healthy and the best looking that it can be. Um, the sunscreen it has to be one of the best products that you can use for keeping your skin looking young. So, you know, th- those are really um, some good reasons to wear that sunscreen. 
Yeah, we talk so much about preventative medicine, preventative care. Sunscreen is like an ultimate use of that. It is. It is. It definitely is. You know, and people will say, you know, what's the one thing I need? I'll say sunscreen. That's it. There's all these million-dollar products you can use. If you're not putting sunscreen on your skin, you're really not doing yourself any benefit. In my research, I've found that there are actually two kinds of sunscreen, physical sunscreen and chemical sunscreen. This was news to me when I started looking into this. I just thought there was sunscreen. Could you explain to us the difference between those two? Chemical sunscreen is what has been around um, for a long time, what you're going to find on the shelves most of the time. But if we go way back to thinking about people uh, surfing, and what do they have? Those big white stripes on their faces? That's zinc oxide. That's physical sunscreen. And we've always known that's the best sunscreen. And that's why on the beach, you'll always see those. Um, And then they came out with fancy colors and stuff just to make people wear them because you're going to get a better coverage with it. But they're not very elegant to wear. They're thick, they're heavy, but now they've become more elegant and they're better and easier to use. So physical sunscreens, just to give you a real simple of what they do, puts a coating on your skin and the sun comes down, hits it, bounces off. A chemical sunscreen will actually absorb the sun into it and then turns it into heat and then releases it. So that's how they actually, uh, easy way to say how they work. If you go to the store and you just buy a generic sunscreen, right, is that going to be physical or chemical? So you have to look at the label. Okay. Yeah, you're going to find both. You're going to find a lot more physicals coming out just because we found that they are much better on the skin. Um, But you do have to read the label to see. And sometimes you have to turn the box over to find it. Mm, Read the fine print. Yes. It's not always on the front. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So... For the average person who goes to the beach, I don't know, a few times a year, right? I mean, we're not too far from the beach here in Houston, so it's, I always enjoy a good weekend down yeah. in Galveston, right? If I'm going, I don't know, six times a year I go to the beach, right? Should I use physical or chemical then at that point? You can use either one, okay? They're both good. It depends on your skin for one. If you are more sensitive skin, then a lot of times a physical is going to be better. And if it really is just you're going to the beach and you're going to be out in that sun all day, then I would say choose a physical. Hmm. Yeah, it's going to be better. Chemical is really nice. It can be a little bit more elegant, easier to use sometimes. So that may be more of your everyday. But they're getting better. And I always do say the bottom line in sunscreen is going to be, which sunscreen do I use? The one that you're going to wear. (laughs) Yeah. Gotcha. Well, to that point about what you're going to wear, you know, I remember being a kid and like, you know, your mom always makes you put your sunscreen on. You're going to be out all day, that kind of thing. And you're always like, oh, mom, it gets in your face and she has to help you and all this kinds of things. And it's something like you don't look forward to, but you put it on, right? And then, you know, we got a little older, they came up with spray sunscreen, right? And so I've always wondered, is there a true difference in the ability for that sunscreen to protect you spray versus like physical lotion? Like you know, the classic white, you know, like what we've been talking about, the stuff you rub on your face and your skin and that versus the spray-on. Because the spray-on, you know, a- as just a consumer, much more convenient, much less of a, of, a, of a taxing procedure to put it on. But is there a trade-off there for the convenience of the spray-on? So sprays are definitely, we think of them as easier. But you have to realize the way that you're using it. Uh, if you read the label on it, and I'm always saying read the label, read the label. Because your spray is definitely going to be easier to just spray on all over. But you still have to rub it in. 
So if a spray is easier and you like the way it feels, sometimes they can be a little lighter weight on. Sometimes, you know, you can um, spray a child easier with it. Um, or you can, if you're by yourself and you want to get your back, it might be easier to, you know, spray on. So a spray can be easier to use. But I have had more people tell me that they have had serious sunburns when they're wearing a spray over a lotion. Why is that? It shouldn't be because the SPF should be exactly the same. They shouldn't be any different that way. So we're wondering, is it because you're not getting it on correctly? Uh, Do we need to apply it better? Yeah, I mean, not knowing any of the science at all, like that, that does make sense to me about just as you're talking about how you apply it. Because, you know, with the lotion, you really got to like, you got to rub it in and all this stuff. With the spray, it's, it's kind of trick you into like, oh, I just kind of wafted around my skin and it's fine. But no, you got to, you still have to rub it into the skin. Yes. And you have to apply enough because mm. you, it's easier to apply not enough or, you know, a lesser amount with that spray. So sometimes you do have to worry about getting everything. And then on your face, uh, you can't really spray it in your eyes and you don't want to be breathing while you're spraying it. So you do have to be very careful. And you don't want to spray it into your hand and then apply it because oh, it, okay. will, yeah, it will not uh, penetrate into the skin correctly. It needs to be sprayed right on the skin. Okay, so I, interestingly enough, I was on a, uh, I was on a boat in, in Florida not too long ago, and uh, like, a, like a group boat excursion, and they said, hey, if you have spray-on sunscreen, spray it into your hand and then rub it onto your skin because we don't want it getting everywhere. So everybody's like, oh, okay. And you know what? I got sunburned, and now yeah. I understand why. So that's another thing. You know, the, the spray-ons are not the best. They can. They, you, you're spraying other people. Other people are getting it in the way. It can be slippery. So if, you, if it gets on the floor, because um, you do want to apply your sunscreen before you go out. But I do like the spray for reapplying, so it might be nice in your bag later on in the day. But how often should you reapply sunscreen because i think people when they're going to start their day they know they're going to be outside all day oh let me put my sunscreen on but once you get out there it kind of leaves your mind and you're just going about your business the rest of the day next thing you know you might be sunburned so about how often or what kind of frequency should you reapply sunscreen so sunscreen uh, should be applied every two hours is what you see two hours yeah i know wow that's what the label says okay but here here's where that changes if you're going to be inside in your office all day you don't need to reapply it every two hours. If you're going to be on the beach or if you're going to be out riding your bike or walking and you're going to be out for several hours in the sun for several hours or in and out of water for several hours, then absolutely you want to reapply it every two hours. Because sunscreen is not towel proof, it's not sweat proof, uh, it's not rub proof, so you have to reapply it. I've seen some that say like waterproof. What does that right. mean exactly? So a lot of them are waterproof. And most of them it's up to like 80 minutes is what you'll find is kind of the going. Um, so what that means is you can get it wet and it's going to stay on. Um, if it doesn't say that, then if you're going to go swimming, it can wipe right off. Because we do know things are completely water soluble, so it'll just come right off and then you are exposed. So you, if you know you're going to be in the water, you do want to find something that is waterproof or water resistant Mm. for those 80 minutes at least. But anytime you go in the water, doesn't matter if you just put it on, you go in the water, you've only been in for 15 minutes and you come out and you towel dry, you need to reapply because you just wiped it off. Okay. Two hours. Wow. (laughs) I I think, I I can't even remember like the frequency that I've reapplied, but it's definitely been more than two hours. Yeah. 
easily done. <laughs> now, you mentioned sitting in your office and that sort of thing. Do you recommend you wear sunscreen beyond just like a day outside, a day at the beach, a day playing soccer? Like, you, Are you recommending you wear sunscreen on a more regular basis than even that? Yes, every day. Sunscreen should be applied every day, every morning. And you'll find that they are becoming much more user-friendly, that you can put them on every day, meaning that they're comfortable. Before, uh, like you were saying when you were a kid, you didn't like how it felt. Now they, they feel good. You can put it on. It can be part of your moisturizer, your sunscreen altogether. But you get UVA rays and UV, well, all sorts of rays, UVA, UVB. We get rays from our computers. We get rays from these overhead lights. Um, yes, you need to be protected all day long, no matter what. Annie mentioned both UVA and UVB rays. UV rays are ultraviolet rays, one of the many different types of rays that are present in sunlight and the most damaging to our skin. So what's the difference between them? UVA rays penetrate more deeply into the skin and can contribute to the formation of skin cancer, as well as premature skin aging changes, such as photoaging, aka wrinkles. Sunlight contains about 500 times more UVA rays than UVB rays, and UVB rays are the ones responsible for producing sunburn. They also play the greatest role in causing skin cancers, including malignant melanoma. In the United States, the National Weather Service assigns almost 60 cities with a UV index number. This is a number that rates the strength of ultraviolet rays from a scale of 0 to 15. 0 to 2 is minimal, with an average of 60 minutes of sun exposure until sunburn and a recommendation of sunscreen and UV sunglasses. 10 to 15 is very high, with an average of 10 minutes of sun exposure until sunburn and a recommendation of sunscreen, UV sunglasses, as well as hat, umbrella, and even the avoidance of the midday sun. All the numbers in between, 3 through 9, also have their own recommendations, so we encourage you to check those out on the National Weather Service's website. From annual checkups to managing chronic conditions, your health care should be personalized to you. At Houston Methodist, our primary care doctors provide customized care for you and your family with more than 40 convenient locations across greater Houston. We offer a variety of ways to get care, from in-person and virtual appointments to same-day visits when you're sick. Choose your doctor and schedule online at HoustonMethodist.org slash stay healthy. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. I've gotten sunburned, or at least not maybe burned, but at least a little little red from just even driving to the car, right? Exactly. In the summer, you got shorts on, you're not thinking like, oh, why are the top of my knees red? Oh, this, the sun has been coming through these windows. and Yeah, here, um, here in Houston, the sun is out a lot, and mm. it takes a long time to get anywhere when you're commuting. So you can be sitting in the car for 30 minutes or longer, and you definitely can get sun in that time. Uh, take my commute, for instance. I'm in the car for maybe an hour to an hour and a half sometimes. I drive straight east to get here and straight west to go home. Mm. So I'm right in the sun each time. Gotcha. So, yeah. And well, to that point, if you know you're going to be outside, but you know that it's a cloudy day or you're going to be in the shade, you should still apply sunscreen. Very good question because, yeah. It's cloudy. I don't need sunscreen. Uh, yes, you do. Those rays penetrate straight through those clouds. And you'll probably think of it, and a lot of people will say, I got my worst burn when it was cloudy out. And that's why, because you don't feel that heat. So the UVB comes through, which is the burning ray. 
Now, if you're under a tree and you've got shade, that's physical coverage. So that can help. You have to remember reflections too, though. Of cement can reflect the heat and the sun, and water does as well. Let's talk about SPF. First of all, what is SPF? And then how do we know what number is best for us? SPF is the sun protection factor. And uh, that has been around for a long time, and it is FDA regulated. So what you'll find is I believe that anything over a 30 is what you should have on. And that's really going to give you like a full day protection. And the way that the, the FDA actually regulates it is 15 minutes. If it takes 15 minutes for you to burn, then times that by the number. So you take um, your 15 minutes times, you know, SPF 30, and what does that give you? Like seven, eight hours. So that's going to be how long you should be able to stay out. Now, I don't think is enough. So um, you should always minimal of 30 if it's a regular day when you're just kind of running around, not really worrying about um, being on the sun or the beach or that kind of thing. You can find higher ones now, and that just means they're going to give you longer protection, not necessarily more protection, just longer in the day protection. Wow. Okay. I had assumed that it's like, oh, I'm going to get a 50 and be double protected, but because I'm rather fair skinned myself. Yeah. So I, I always default to like around the 50 SPF. Which is why you can go a little longer before you reapply. Uh huh. When you maybe are thinking, oh, every two hours, but I go three, but I'm still okay. Okay. It's because you're in a 50, not a 30. Some moisturizers contain SPF, so you may be wondering if yours can double as sunscreen. It depends. Annie mentioned that a daily sunscreen should have an SPF of at least 30, preferably more than that. And a lot of moisturizers out there have less. Some are as low as SPF 15. This isn't enough. You'll need to check the label of your moisturizer to be sure it meets your SPF needs. So we have a lot of sunscreen in our house. We leave it in the back of a cabinet somewhere. It's like, hey, it's, the pool opened. Where's the sunscreen? You pull it out of the back of the closet, right? You don't think about it. You put it on. But is there an expiration date for sunscreens? That's something we should be looking out for before we you know, think we're being protected. And maybe we're not because our sunscreen is three years old. Exactly. Sunscreen does have a expiration date on it. And it's very important you look for it. So it's usually crimped in it like in the, the, the top of the tube or printed on there somewhere. It's always going to be on the box generally as well, and it's very important to look at it. Sunscreens uh, do go uh, or usually will expire in about a year. Does that mean it's going bad or it just quits working immediately? No, it just it loses its efficacy after that year. So you do need a new one. Okay. Mm -hmm. I always tell people, new sunscreen every year. Don't baby your sunscreen. Use it up. Yeah, I mean, I, I probably get criticized putting too much on, uh, lathering up too much. I'm like, I don't, first of all, I don't want to get sunburned. Yes. <laughs> like, and what is it for, right? It's there to protect you. So I, I'm, I'm all about put, putting as much on as possible. Because at my time, I've had some, again, I'm pretty fair skin, so I've had some bad burns in my time. And I just don't want that to happen again if I can avoid it. So I, I probably put too much on. Uh, but that, that makes you feel better now knowing it's going to expire in a year anyway. Exactly. Right? <laughs> and there is not a, a too much. You can't overuse your sunscreen. Gotcha. But in the unfortunate cases where, you know what, you forgot to put sunscreen on or you didn't put on enough on or didn't reapply, right? you do get sunburned, 
the best remedies for that. Aloe vera is always something that I have been taught. Is that still the you number one remedy? always hear aloe vera, yes, and ouch. Nobody wants that sunburn, but sure, it happens. And yes, little aloe vera, you can use a cool compress. And there are, depending on how bad it is, there are sunscreen relief sprays that you can find because you're not going to really want to rub that skin. Um, but if you do get a blister or worse than that, and it's in a large area, you may want to go see somebody about it. But for the most part, just keeping it cool and little aloe vera should be fine. What kind of procedure would you recommend if, you know, you're out and about and you're going to be like on the beach for a few days, right? And then like day two, you get sunburned, but you know you're going to be still out and about in the sun for a couple more days? Do you, do you put aloe vera on and then sunscreen? Or what, what kind of, <laughs> what do you recommend in that situation? Because I'm sure it happens to people. Yes. You really shouldn't go back out in the sun if you have a sunburn. Okay. And maybe you want to head to a store and get some sunscreen clothing, which is my favorite thing to What's, use. What is sunscreen clothing? You know, like the rash guards that people wear, like uh, surfers and stuff like that. So, okay, that's what it looks like. It's basically a swimsuit fabric, uh, but it has a sunscreen in it. So and they're generally SPF 50. And so those, especially for um, people that have light skin, uh, little kids that are going to be out in the pool all day long, uh, that's really what I recommend. Do you still want to use sunscreen? Yes. But then you have that to apply it. Now, I always wear long sleeves when I'm at the pool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, Annie, thanks again for all your great advice about skincare. I'm definitely going to take some of it to heart. Sunscreen is something that in my life I put on if I'm going to the beach or if I'm going to be outside playing sports all day or something like that. It never really occurred to me that it's something we should be doing daily. And of all the takeaways of our conversation, that's definitely the one I'm going to hold on to the strongest. Perfect. Yes. That is the best takeaway anybody should have from this is wear your sunscreen every day. I want to get that out there. All right. Thanks again. Yes, you're so welcome. Thank you for having me. So that was a lot of information about sunscreen. It was. What is the piece of information that you think you're going to take away the most from this? I'm going to wear sunscreen more often. I can't promise I'm going to wear it every day, honestly, but I'm definitely going to make an effort to, if I know I'm going to be outside for any extended period of time, like even when I'm out doing yard work, I'm like, I better put some sunscreen on. Yeah. Because I've noticed it myself, like you don't think about it, but you're, you're outside for maybe an hour or two and you come in like, I'm all, I'm all red now. I'm like, that's because of UV levels and all those sorts of things. And because you, you're just, I don't know, I guess we're conditioned to not really give it much thought. Like, oh, well, it's cloudy today, so I don't need sunscreen. And as Annie pointed out, no, you still need sunscreen on days like that. Yeah, that's a good point. The cloudy, the cloudy conditions and how you still need sunscreen. I think what I enjoyed hearing about was the mineral sunscreens or the physical sunscreens versus the chemical. Mm -hmm. hadn't really noticed the difference in those previously. Again, I have sensitive skin. So my dermatologist a while ago recommended a physical sunscreen. Um, it's a little more gentle on your skin because it doesn't get absorbed is how she described it. And I did sort of blow that off. But hearing Annie talk about how it's more gentle on the skin, I definitely think I'll be using physical sunscreen on my face for sure for now on. I hate it when it gets in your eyes, don't you? Uh, not a problem I've had. Really, um, it's be, like the biggest problem honest. I have. Okay, <laughs> it's just you, you get a little too close to your eyes because you want to get your cheeks and your nose and your you know, your forehead. Yeah, and then if it starts mixing your eyes, you get in the water. Like it's just the worst thing. It's it's the worst thing. And I have to wear like sunglasses and like hide the fact that I'm squinting my eye because it's burning. And I don't want to look like I'm a fool, and I am. And it's just you've never experienced that. I haven't. I think that sounds like an application thing. Maybe applying really close to your eye. Mm -hmm. But I think that's a good point in the sense of. 
I know I do this. I, I sort of save sunscreen to the last minute and I don't give myself time to mm. apply it. And I think that maybe is, is some of the problem a lot of us have and making sure that if we know we're going to be out in the sun, giving ourselves three or four minutes to put sunscreen, like build it into, okay, I have to get ready. It's going to take me 15 minutes, add three or four minutes to put sunscreen on. Cause it can be, as you mentioned, um, something that you do have to spend a bit of time on. So it doesn't get in your eye for you, but for me, just so I know I'm doing it correctly. That is an excellent point. I think when you're in a rush, right? It's like you're running late for something. You grab this, you grab that, and you forget to do something. And you're just all sloppy. and like, oh, I've got this or that. And that same mindset applies to sunscreen. Like, oh, I'm going to be outside. And you do all this real quick and you run outside. And then you miss spots. And yeah, take take the time. And even if you don't reapply as often as is medically recommended, reapply more often than you think you should. I think that's the general rule that we learned about sunscreen. Yeah, just reapply. Um, I I will say that was another concept that again, you know, you kind of know you're supposed to do it, but you in practice don't do it. But I think it's just, just, just do it. Uh, you know, if you're going to be outside longer in the sun, longer than an hour or two, it's time to reapply. And that's, you know, it's one of those, you're having fun, you're in the pool, you have to towel off to do it, but it's worth it. And, you know, I think hearing it from an expert helps kind of cement that in your brain. That is why we're doing this podcast. We want to give you guys tips on how to improve your everyday health, little things that, you can, you know, we're not talking about major shifts. We're talking about just little adjustments you can make. Like, hey, your skin will thank you for it in the long run. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this time on On Health. But if you enjoyed this conversation and are looking for more discussions, be sure to share, like, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And for more like this, visit our blog, On Health, at houstonmethodist.org slash blog. Stay tuned and stay healthy. Houston Methodist Hospital has been named the best hospital in Texas for 11 years in a row by U.S. News and World Report. Houston Methodist Hospital is the number one hospital in Texas and number 15 in the nation. We are nationally ranked in 10 specialties, the most in the state. For more than 100 years, we have provided you the best and safest clinical care, advanced technology, and patient experience. That's our promise of leading medicine. Houston Methodist, leading medicine.